Let me stop playing with y'all. What's going on, world family? Listen, thank you for tuning in to Journey of the Mindset. I just want to say that it is truly a privilege and an honor to be able to have a childhood friend of mine on my podcast show. Somebody that has now grown to become successful in his health, wealth, and self. And it was truly, truly, truly an honor to have Ramon onto the show. Listen, I want you guys to bear with us because there's going to be a lot of wind and a lot of boats that's going past in the background. We actually chose a specific location to record this podcast. And if you want to check it out, you can check it out on my YouTube channel at 143 Speaks. Peace. We aim to rise, and maybe Cajun that's real is analyzed To let me fight in my bones has been applied Every thought I'ma lose will be denied, uh Dedicated to the cause, I'm back, I'm reborn, that's facts Now take back what's yours, rose from the floods With one breath, the exhale was left, I'm back to show love, uh What you recommend, is what you represent Gotta fight with a cause, for the innocence that's the mission then, is what we vision in Everything stops on the drop, cause we listen when 143, 143 speaks 143, 143 speaks From the streets to the most elite yeah. Yeah. What's going on, family? It's your boy Donald Jones, and welcome to another episode of Journey of the Mindset This is actually season two Season one, we left off kinda a little dark, there was a lot going on um, we were dealing with the pandemic. We were also um, having the protests out there for what happened to George Floyd. Um, so season two, my focus is definitely to bring you guys some more positive vibes, some more positive information. And what way to start the podcast with a friend of mine, Mr. Ramon. How you doing today? What's up, man? I'm chilling. I'm good, man. Listen, What's going on? I, I, I want to say I appreciate you definitely yeah. for um, for coming out. I appreciate you for, for being on the podcast. Um, the reason why I wanted to interview you is because I know you for years. I knew you since I was a child, and I see you. Years. Th- yeah, it's, it's first of all, don't tell my age <laughs> on this damn podcast. Don't tell my age at yeah. all. But um, one of the things I want to talk to you about is I, I see you doing a lot. I see that you're um, you're, you're into martial arts. I see you teaching yeah. martial arts. What first of all, what got you into that? Well, I started martial arts back in 1994. What really got me into it, like I always watched Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris. Uh, Willie Blanks, and um, it wasn't until uh, the Power Rangers came out. Mm. When the Power Rangers came out, I was like, "Oh, I see people who look, I kind of like me around my age. So why am not, why am I not doing cool stuff like that?" So back in '94, I went to this Taekwondo school in Fordham Road in the Bronx. Went there for a little while, kind of stopped. Then I got to football, but once I played, uh, once I graduated from college, uh, got back to martial arts, got my black belt karate. Then I became a certified instructor in Commando Krav Maga. There's eight levels. I'm a level four instructor. And I'm currently training in Bruce East Martial Art, which is called Jeet Kundo. So, yeah, you're the safest guy in the world right now. So, one thing I want to say, too, because I, I definitely think that my um, my listeners, my followers need to know this. You actually played on a few shows. Um, I was sitting down one day and I was watching Orange is the New Black. <laughs> yeah. And I get to a seat and I'm like, I jump up and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I know him. Yeah. What, what, you're an actor too. Yeah, I do acting, yes, I do acting. I did radio for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, towards the latter days, my radio became very plateau. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going down, but I wasn't going up either. And it felt very mundane to me. Yeah. So I think in life, like when, when God makes you uncomfortable, it's time for you to move on and grow. 
So that was kind of like a hidden message to me to like move on and take my life to or career to the next level. Um, what I'm doing right now in 2020 was a thought of mine since like 2007. Mm. Four years before I left radio, I already planned out what I'm doing in my life right now TV. So it's not an overnight thing. It's definitely not. So the main thing is too is that a lot of people are good to, to, to focus is that a lot of actors, the really, the really good ones, they start out struggling first, you know? It's like, imagine going to a job interview six times a week for like two years. You're constantly told no. That's when audition is, yeah. you know? Sometimes, oh, we like you, we'll call you back. You get called back. You gain the vibes. They train you good. And then whatever the case may be, you don't get that third call. So usually, sometimes if you're not mentally strong for that or emotionally, because it does take a toll on you, you start to question yourself. It's like, what is it about me that's wrong about me that people don't want to book me to work? So I think once you learn how to deal with that and you have that stoicism to not be affected by it, then you eventually like, listen, you go for a thousand auditions. One has to book you and that one could be a life changer. And I, you know, so I do the acting, I also do stunts and yeah. It's, cool. it's funny that you say that because one of the things that um, I always tell my followers and my listeners more so is that you'll hear a lot of no's before you hear yes. Absolutely. And a lot of people get discouraged when they keep on hearing the no, 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 and they give up on their dream. But when you're working towards your dream, you, you got to take those no's and you got to learn from those no's. There's nothing wrong with people critiquing you in a meeting too. Absolutely, yeah. I've, had, critique, yeah. Yeah, I've had business plans or business deals where I went in and the person was just like, no, I wouldn't do it. And I'm, and the question that you should always ask is, why wouldn't you do it? Like, what, what is it about this project or what is it about my audition more so to get that I'm feedback. doing that? I, yeah, to get the feedback because you don't want to keep on making those mistakes over and over again. Absolutely. Einstein said that the, the, the definition of insanity is making the same mistakes and doing the same thing over and over again, expecting but expecting result. a different result. Yes. So what, what can you give somebody? Because we, we grew up in, 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 a, in a rough area, the South Bronx. Yeah. What can you tell kids, what can you tell adults that come from a rough neighborhood that don't see a way out or don't see a way towards the dream that they're working right. towards? Well, I would definitely tell, and I'm going to have to look in the camera for this. I would definitely have to tell you guys that we are a testimony that you don't have to become a product of your environment. The main thing is, if you want to succeed, you will succeed. Do not blame anyone for your failures. Hold yourself accountable. You hold yourself accountable... It only forces you to grow because it forces you to accept what is it that you need to change to evolve. You know, for me, uh, growing up, you know, listen, like, I wasn't the most popular guy in high school. I was well-known, but I wasn't popular. I didn't have the best clothes. You know, I always saw the guys with the most... I didn't have all the girls. I didn't have all the flashy clothes. I didn't have the car. I was very incited to probably sell drugs. You know, why not? Why? Why is it that... I see all these drug dealers, and I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying, them, for example, these uh, these 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 hood dudes, and we're from the hood, so I'm not saying it to to be derogatory towards them either. But what is it that they have? Why is it they getting all this attention? I'm not, and I'm doing good things in life. Well, you have to understand that life is a journey; it's not a destination. That you're gonna constantly, constantly like deal with uh, situations that you're like, wow, like why is this happening? It's happening because it's to make you stronger. So don't think that because you grew up in the projects, you grew up in Section 8 housing, that you grew up in a, in, in a single parent household, that you can't grow. If you want to grow, you're going to do it. You're saying? And don't be influenced by 
by people t- peer pressuring you to do something that you don't want to do. Always listen to yourself, you know. Always listen to good people. Always have good people in your circle. And I, I think I probably said this before to, to DJ. That's why I call, him, I call him DJ, his initials. I always said this to him, right? That one of the reasons why I'm very successful in life is because I always had a good friendship with DJ in childhood. You know, like we always bounce off the positive vibes with each other. You know what I'm saying? So it was a thing where like, you know, if, if, if he wouldn't do it, I wouldn't do it. It's not because I'm a follower, but because I believe in him, you know, because he was always into positive things. He was into football. I'm into football. We both got, got on to play uh, for uh, Lehman High School football team. Our senior year went to the championship, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, always have good people in your circle. That's the main thing. Like, you, to, in order for you to be successful, you have to be with good people, positive people. Like, you can't be with a Debbie Donner. Someone's always petty about everything. Someone's always moaning and complaining. You don't want to be around people like that because that rubs off on you. But when someone's positive, someone's successful, that's what rubs off on you too. You hang out with five broke friends, you're going to be the sixth broke friend. You know what I'm saying? You hang out with five rich friends, you're going to become the sixth rich friend. So it's all about uh, laws of attraction. And that's the main thing too. I just want to emphasize that to people. Because when you're a kid, when you're a teenager, and you see people who have these things that you don't, you get discouraged. And I think that should be a incentive, a, a, a motivation for you to want to do great things in life. That, that, you bring up a good point because um, a lot of us look at what's going on on social media. We'll look at Instagram. We'll look yeah. at Facebook. And we're seeing the best of people's lives. We're looking in their background because I, I was one to do it too. And looking at the background like, wow, this person got a nice apartment. This person got a, a nice house. And then you start comparing what it is that you have compared to them. And you're saying to yourself, like, I grew up with this person. Why do they have all that and I don't have that? How can that hinder you from moving towards your dream? I think for the most part, with social media now, everything's magnetized. You know, everything becomes uh, on a micro. Like things become, the world becomes bigger in the sense that you connect with people who you never seen in your life, or people you haven't seen in years, or people you see every day. So you have those three elements in social media. The main thing is, do not base your happiness off of someone else's. I say that because a lot of what you see on social media is not real. A person in a private jet, they probably rent out the private jet to just do a photo shoot. You know, the person who's flashing the money, that's rent money. You know what I'm saying? So, like, don't don't allow that to, to hinder you. Or even for the females, right? For the ladies especially. If you feel like you're a little conservative and then you see another female who's uh, more liberal with her appearance, um, don't let that discourage you either. You know, the main thing is, is that sometimes these uh, people are very unhappy. So they're fake hate. They're fake happy, but real mad. And mm. you should, you should, you say should. Say that again. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. mean to cut you off. Say that again. That was powerful. That was powerful. Say that again. They're fake happy and real mad. Mm. You know, like they sell your presentation on social media. That's what social media is. This is a presentation. It's you selling something. You're selling a mask. But once they log out, or once they put that phone down, do they really have that emotional support system? Do they really have friends that care about them? And not friends who hang out with them to clout chase to get recognition because they got shout out on their page, you know. So the main thing is sometimes just shut off social media for like five days, do a social media detox. I did that and like I didn't think I not that I was depressed, but I felt so much better going on social media detox because you're not basing off your success, your happiness off someone else's. It's from within. So that that's deep. So now I, I want to backtrack a little bit because. 
I'm all about how the mindset was to what the mindset is now. Right. And growing up, we grew up in a very tough environment. Um, we were very different from the environment that we came from. Yes. Had a good group of friends, had a good group of people around us. Yes. But we, I, I feel like when it came down to us two, we kind of stuck out from the crowd because we didn't want to fit in with what everybody else was doing. Absolutely. And it made things very difficult for both of us. And one thing that I learned from Ramon, especially when I graduated from high school, because when we graduated from high school, we kind of both went our separate ways. Yeah. And when I ran into him a few maybe years later and I asked him what he was doing, he just graduated from college with no debt. Let me say that again. He just graduated from college with no debt. And I will never forget something that he said to me. He said, why wait to pay for college after? I was paying for college. If, I, if, if I'm not mistaken, I was paying for college while I was going to college. And he used to troop all the way to, what was it, Staten Island, Long Island? Long Island. Long Island from the Bronx. Four hours, four hour commute. Four hours commute to come all the way back home to do it all again the next day. And it was all about the push and him wanting to go to college. Now, that during that conversation that me and him had, I didn't have in my mind that I wanted to go to college. I felt like I graduated from high school on a third grade reading and writing level. College was just not in my future. But after having that college, that conversation with him, during the conversation, excuse me, let me backtrack a little bit. During the conversation, I was saying to myself, oh, hell no. I'm not going to do that four-hour commute. There's no way I'm going to do that four-hour commute to come home and do all those papers. But then as I started to think about it and think about it and think about it, I'm saying to myself, why is it that me and this guy were so close? We hung out all the time, did the same things that, you know, did the same things with each other. We, we pushed each other, especially on the football field. Why is it that I'm not following his footsteps? Why is it that I can't do the same things that he did? And then I applied myself to a mindset of you're going to have to push through the pain. You're going to have to stop complaining and you're going to have to do what you got to do. And I enrolled in school. So my thing is this, right? What has school taught you? Do you feel like you're, the, you're a different person? Because a lot of people say when you go to college, it opens up your mind to different things. What did college teach you? Um, you know, I would say that everyone's experience in college is different. You know, for me, it taught me how to deal with pressure a lot. When you have to, when you have like five classes you're taking, 16 to 20 credits a semester. Each class is making you do a deadline of uh, paper reports that require 10 pages each. You have to proofread it. You have to do this, that, and the third. So, you know, sometimes too, like for me, you give me a month advance notice of a paper I has to do, I won't do it till like the last minute. Same here. I'm just like that. But that last minute, like, I, I'm, it, it gets done. So, in, in hindsight, looking back, um, I think it's safe to say that you have to get the work done. You know, I think it's better to do it sooner than later, but the work was done and I learned how to deal with pressure. It's like, uh, even when I work on set, you know, this is the last shot of the day. We need to make sure we make a count. We're doing, day, we're doing a daylight shoot and we have about five minutes left before the sun goes down. I need you to do five flips and land on your back and then land on your face at the same time. It's like, how is that possible? But that little switch in your mind, it just turns on and you get it done. So when I tell, so what I usually tell people is like, you have to find that switch in your mind. It's really a switch. You know, like when I, when I speak of laws of attraction, it's very easy for people to follow that when they're on a positive route. You know, when you have the income coming in, when you have the car that you want, when you're living in a nice apartment, a nice house, when you, hang, when you have like the luxury to hang out with friends whenever you want to. It's actually when you're dealing with the peak, the valley, excuse me, rather the valley, that you have to really apply, apply the laws of attraction. Because when it comes down I want, to it, I, yeah. want, I want to stop you for one second. 
I want you to explain the laws of attraction because that's something that seems to come up a lot and people talk about it a lot. Can you just give a, just a little just a little brief? Right. Laws of attraction basically in, in, in layman terms is um, a mind of abundance. You know, it's man- manifestation. You know, if I tell myself, listen, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. You say, yourself to, you say that to yourself every day and you're going to lose 20 pounds. Because you're constantly staying on top of yourself to get things done. It's like, okay, how am I going to lose 20 pounds? Do I need to do a caloric... Uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. If I'm not, it's all good. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. But anyway, a caloric deficit. A caloric deficit is basically where you burn more calories than what you consume. So am I doing that? Am I doing intermittent fasting? What am I eating? Am I working now? You know, if I'm working now, am I going to go to McDonald's and eat like five double cheeseburgers? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, well, I'm eating five cheeseburgers with the Diet Coke. It's like the Diet Coke don't mean anything if you're eating the five cheeseburgers. So it's about finding that discipline. Like even before the quarantine, I was just telling DJ how like in March I was 263. Now I'm at 243. I lost about 20 pounds. Thank you. Thank you. And listen, I found that motivation to not get depressed, to keep pushing forward. And that's the main thing that people really have to do. It's really, is in your dark time that you find out who people are, most importantly, who you are yourself. Yes, yes. During your dark time is when you find out who people are and who you are yourself. That is so true and so important because people tend to thrive during dark times. But they're also the ones that don't want to thrive during dark times and they'll just allow the dark times to keep them down on the ground. Um, One thing that I always say is bang, B-A-N-G. Be active, now go. You gotta get up, you gotta move, you gotta go. No matter what the circumstances are. I repeat this a lot and I say it a lot. Time is the most disrespectful thing on earth. No matter what happens to you, no matter who dies, no matter where you go, no matter if you break a leg, it's gonna keep on going no matter what, no matter what, no matter what. You have to adapt your mindset. And you have, I'm sorry, you have to adopt a mindset more so. Adopt a mindset of you being that type of person that always wants to move forward. Things are going to happen. Things are going to come up in your life. Things are going to try to block you from your dream. No matter what you do, you got to keep on pushing forward. You only have one life to live. One life to live. This is only a temporary state. The earth, all of the greenery, all of the beauty, everything that you see behind us, that goes away when you're gone. So my thing is, how are you going to use your time here on your temporary stay? You know how some of us go on vacation? Yeah. We go on vacation and we say we want to make the most out of the vacation. Yeah. We're going to go out. We're going to do this. We're going to go bungee jump. We're going to yeah. go rock climbing and everything. That's the way, the, that's the mindset that you have Absolutely. to have Every day on your vacation, vacation yeah. here on Earth. So how did you get into, into film? How did you get into to being on uh, um, Orange is the New Black? Oh, and my favorite show, in which i seen you running down the block on... Um, Blue Bloods? No, no. Was it Lord... Um, um, it's, even, it's not Law and Order. Um, I was running down the block on Blue Bloods. It was either Blue Bloods or maybe Power. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, Fifty. I, I, I didn't. I didn't forget the name of Power. This is a lot of stuff. Power. Uh, Power. Percocet. Power. Anyway, I'll yeah. just let him go. You go ahead. Go ahead. Do your thing. Um. So when it came down to like getting involved into films, um, I did radio for ten years, and um. When I did radio for like maybe the ninth to tenth year, even the the eighth year of me doing radio, um, it just became a job. It didn't become a career. Mm. Like I just kept doing the same thing every day and every day and every day and every day and every day. 
and I just got tired of it. You know, it wasn't. It was more of a personal choice. It wasn't because I had issues with anyone. But it's like, listen, I my impression of doing radio was that okay, every once in a while, you're in the studio mainly, but once in a while you do a broadcast at a different location. You know, one time I was doing a morning show. I forgot what it was. That even though they're based out of New York, they went to Florida for like a week in Orlando, like doing an interview at Walt Disney World. I'm like, wow, that's cool. I want to do something like that. I like to be at work where I don't have to be stuck at work. And, you know, I didn't have that experience. That's fine. I don't regret it. You know, I you know, I had a good run. But then I saw that with, with TV, with film, with acting, that I have an interesting look. I don't say it to be braggart, you know, like... I, I don't look too different from when we were younger. I just, I'm just ball-headed now. But um, I always have a very rough look. And that's fine. I'm not offended by that. You know, and I have a very distinguished look. So, like, why not have that look be on TV? You know, and I have a martial arts background. Why not display that on TV? I did radio for, t- I did radio for 10 years. Why not use a comedic background that I developed doing radio for TV? It's kind of oxymoronic because I look tough, but I'm actually a funny guy when we're hanging out. Like, if you know me personally, I'm like the biggest goofball ever. But if you don't know me, I'm very stern. I rarely smile. Very blunt, too. He will express himself to you and let you know how he feels, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm known to not... I, I, I'm, I'm known to not be politically correct all the time. You know, like, I think to be... To, if you're going to be honest with someone, you should be fully honest with them. Don't sugarcoat it. If you love someone, you have to be honest with them. Because when it comes down to it, you know, if you're like half, you're telling half truths, you're not helping yourself, you're not helping the person that you love. But but nonetheless, though, um, so I got into radio, uh, so I got into TV just leaving radio. And, you know, it's a decision that I, I'm happy with, that I'm, I'm satisfied with. And that's the main thing I'm happy with. Most people, they go on in life and they're not happy, you know. And I think that before you find happiness, you have to find peace first. Because happiness can sometimes be attached to an object or to someone. Like, for example, if your happiness is to a PS5 or an Xbox, that eventually wears down and it goes away. So, because that breaks down, you, you're not happy anymore. If you're dating someone or you're in a relationship with someone and you attach your happiness to them, sometimes relationships don't last. So, if, you don't, if you're no longer with them, your happiness is gone. No, find peace within yourself first because no matter what happens in the world out there, you will always find a way to just go to yourself and just find tranquility. And that's the main thing that a lot of people don't have is peace. Peace is very important. Like right now, I was just telling DJ before we got over here that I, I practice a lot of stoicism. Stoicism is to like, you know, basically to not be affected of what's going on out there in the world. Like the world could burn down. But you remain calm because you see beyond the fire. You find a solution to deal with the fire. So what I mean by that, figuratively speaking, you find a bucket of water, you fire, you find a fire hydrant to sizzle out the fire. So a lot of people don't do that. They see the fire, they throw more gas in the fire. It's like, nah, just be calm. I was also telling DJ that as men, as men, we have to be mountains. A mountain doesn't move. It could rain, it could be snowy, it could be a blizzard, it could be sunshine. A mountain doesn't move, it, it remains as ground and solid. And as men, we don't do that. As men, we act like the weather. So the mountain is the mountain, it's not the weather. So we have to be very calm and very uh, 
poised at what we do. Because if men, if we get too emotional, we lose our, our space, we lose our stability. You know, if someone says, oh, you're ugly, and you get personally affected by it, then your whole mood changes. It's like, you can say I'm ugly, it's all good. I'll take your girl, though. I'll you, 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 I'll one-on-one with my viewers and I want you to talk from your heart and give them some powerful information that you think somebody out there in the world right now needs to hear. So, spot starts now. Okay, cool. The main thing I want to emphasize to people who are watching this is that the answers in life you already have. What I mean by that is that if you want to be successful, you're going to be successful. If you want to be a failure, you're also going to be a failure. Uh, never give up, man. Never give up because good things that's worth having, you don't get it the first time. Sometimes you have to kind of earn it. You know, I think anything that comes easy in life, you don't appreciate it. But when you learn to work hard for it, you learn to appreciate it. You savor it even more. Um, for me, um, success is not, it's, it's a journey. I find it different ways, different days. I wake up today, it's like, well, what do I want to do today? Do I want to be healthier? Cool. That's one thing. I don't have to do everything all at the same time, just one day at a time. Um, when it comes down to it also, find peace within yourself. A lot of people like to, like to go with the flow. What I mean by that is that if it's a cloudy day, people like to say it's a cloudy day, I don't want to go outside. No, if it's a cloudy day, I'm still going to go outside. I'm going to enjoy a little cool breeze. That's just an example. But, with, but also... Never doubt yourself. And there's been times I've done that. I'm a testimony of it. But always have faith in yourself because when you have faith in yourself, anything's possible. Thank you. So, world family, I'll come to you today with some more good information. Ramon, I appreciate you coming on the show. This is the first season two show. I'm trying to elevate it. I'm trying to do something a little different. But one thing I always promise my viewers and one thing I always promise my listeners is that I want it to be as raw as possible because this is not scripted. This is not something that I do because it's fun for me. I do this because I really, really want to be impactful to the world. I really, really want to get to that person that's really sitting at home, that doesn't have hope, that feels like life is just crumbling around them. I really want to get to that person that really, really wants to live their dream. And I'm a firm believer that no matter what you do, even if you don't have the right equipment, even if you don't have the startup equipment, even if you feel like you can't do it, I really, truly believe that no matter what you put your mind through, you will definitely succeed in it as long as you're willing to work hard and overcome the obstacles. Ramon, I appreciate you coming uh, on the show. Yes, I hope to have you again, definitely. Oh, absolutely. This is season one, Journey of the Mindset. Don't forget, bang, you have to start your journey. You have to start moving forward. Be active now. Go. Until next time, world family, I love you. Peace. Welcome to the journey of the mindset.